Welcome to episode 147 of Drew's Sports Crew here on this Monday night. Myself, Drew Skyberg, bringing you the news in the Wisconsin sports world. And look, we made it. Enjoy it. Right There's some college football on right now. I'm bringing this episode, of course, right before the 7 p.m. Bucks game against the Pacers. This is going to be a good one. So that's why I'll wrap it up before then and... Look, overall, I mean, as a Wisconsin sports fan, look, this today might have been tough. I know we don't talk Badgers here on the show, but, man, that was that was an, a tough, unfortunate event there um, as they lose to LSU. Oh, I felt like they had that game. It, it really did. Um, just sometimes things don't go your way. And, look, that, that was one of them for sure. Um, I Not to get too much of the Badgers, but, like, that was just a brutal, brutal loss. That last drive was unfortunate, to say the least. Um but overall, I mean, look at Green Bay. They pro- they put up back-to-back years. They've had just they've had one game where um they they struggle a little bit against Minnesota. Um, last year was the first game of the year, right? And then this year they struggle at Lambeau, but then they go to Minnesota and they they take care of business. That game wasn't. I, I think that game was over, right? If you look at the end of the first quarter, um, I, I don't. We'll, we'll get into. The decision to start Jaron Hall. We'll get into just overall that team. Uh, Vikings just a down year um, after a year that was so great. Um, it was unfortunate. But, yeah, so we're going to be going through Packers and Bucks in episode, again, 147 here on the show. Uh, first one in 2024. But, yeah, again, I want to uh, just take take a moment here before we start, go through some announcements. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you all for a great 2023. I put out a video yesterday just highlighting all the things, right, uh, whether it was a post today, right, which we were able to accomplish that feat um, in 2023 and look forward to running that back here this year. But then also the participation on you, the listener, on your end. Um, we did a lot this year. Uh, it was live show, right? There that right comes to mind. But then also Fantasy Football Leagues just awarded a winner. Congratulations to Dustin Burgundy on beating me in the finals in that one. I take second in my own league, unfortunate. But then also looking at you know what what else we've done right um of course doing march madness pools right doing that um for college basketball we get we got a great turnout in 2023 i believe we had 25 to 30 people it was nuts right and i'm looking forward to how do we make it 40 this year it's always fun i pay out 100 percent of the pool so it's you know there's motivation for me is bringing people together so that's where i'm excited we can do that again here in 2024 but um I'm just looking forward to what we got in store. Some cool stuff with Point Brewery, of course. Uh, and then, of course, your content at Drew Sports Crew, right? TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. You can also find Drew Sports Crew. That, that might help on Facebook as well. So that's the good news. And also going here to Wednesday Journey to Million. That is when it is going to be. And look on that one. We have Bernie Vandenhoevel joining the show. Bernie Vanhu will be joining us. I'm excited for that. Um, he bring him aboard and um, Zach's going to be, he's actually currently right now out in Europe <laughs> out of all people. Yeah. Zach is out there. Um, he is going to be there for a couple weeks. So in his place, we're going to have Bernie Vanna who will again, fill in a uh, great job. Um, here in 2023 to 2024 for fantasy football. So love to see that. Um, and, yeah, the, we're going to be doing games, and Bernie brings some interesting games. He might – I don't think he'll be bringing one, but I got some fun ones. Him and Jared, it's a good group of us. We'll be talking some NFL stuff there. So keep that in mind, and 
yeah, otherwise, you know the drill. Me um, here talking tonight. We're going to be back to Sunday nights um, coming next week. Back to the usual time. Don't want to keep moving things around, but how about I kick us off uh, with the Packer-Viking game? Let's go to NFL first. I changed my mind. Um, how about it? I mean, the Packers, from start to finish, had themselves a day. Um, right? Aaron Jones had, you know, I, he was player of the week last week for the game he put up. Um, huge game, and over 100 yards rushing and he's just like okay how about i do 120 tonight puts up it was only it was 20 carries i say only almost but like that was a great deal of volume for jones who has really struggled to get out there this year it's um and he's been you know we we need him um the him when he's healthy again 20 carries for 120 yards six yards an attempt like that that's who he is when he's healthy he is a top five back in terms of efficiency in the nfl that's what this packer team needs um AJ Dillon just has not been efficient this year and his numbers have gone down throughout his career. It, it's definitely concerning. I don't think he'll be back here in 2024. Um, unfortunate, but just the way to look at it. But yeah, again, um, Minnesota's decision coming into this one, they said they, they named Jaron Hall the starter. I think it was on Thursday, maybe Friday. Um, I was shocked that Hall got the start. I, I guess to O'Connell's credit, uh, we we didn't really see a lot of Hall. Uh, he got a concussion in his first start after, and then we after um, again Cousins towards Achilles, but he also got in some snaps against Green Bay. Um, look, he's he's a rookie. Um, you know, he he was he, at the end of the day, he's not an NFL ready right now. Um, Hall definitely has some potential, right? There's no denying that. Um, right, I think it's like a, like a guy like Andy O'Connell who got kind of thrusted in the spot, who's been kind of that game, game manager with uh, Las Vegas. I don't think Hall's even there yet, but definitely some potential, just too many turnovers. Uh, he's five for 10. And right after the second quarter, you knew, you know, O'Connell was going to make a change. And he was like, yep, Nick Mullins is going to be starting us in the second half here. Um, 13 to 22 with a touchdown. <laughs> Mullins played better. Mullins should have started this game. It shouldn't have been Hall, uh, you know, in hindsight, 2020. Right. But, Looking at 13 and 22 with a touchdown. Look, this Minnesota team's beat up. I mean, they have so many problems, unfortunately. Uh, Ty Chandler has taken over the running game, which he should have had it over this. I, I've always thought Chandler is the better talent over a guy like, over like Madison and the rest of the running game. Um, he finally gets it at this point in the year, which was shocking. Uh, but uh, Minnesota only ran the ball 16 times because they played from behind, and that was to the Packers favor because the Packers on the ground has been brutal. We know passing the ball has not been great either. Um, yeah, it's, it was, it was something. Um, and look, this receiving this, this game for the receiving core with Minnesota was rough too. Um, because look, they, they didn't have a quarterback to throw the ball um, them and Jefferson was five of 59 uh, had 10 targets. Uh, he, he had a, 30 oh, right around a 33% target share. Uh, that, that that's incredible to see. And he's five for 59 again, um, had that. And then Johnny Munt, right? Hawkinson's uh tore his ACL and he's out for the season here. Uh, so they had Johnny Munt in there. Uh, look, I know this is not a Vikings podcast, but just like the, the injuries that have really hurt Minnesota this year, um, just is really like on this offense is insane to see. Uh, but on the Green Bay side, you know they've been getting guys back, and that's been that's been a huge asset for this Green Bay Packers offense. Um, you know, and even at the receiver side, where Christian Watson has missed was a four straight now, three straight uh, with that hamstring, and 
that that's going to be a story to look at here as now he's missed almost, I, I think it's around double digit games at this point in his career. But, you know, on your bingo card, did you have Bo Melton leading the team in receiving yards in a game this season? Did you do that? Cause I, I didn't, unfortunately, um, you know, Dottavian Wicks has led it to the game or led the team in receiving this year at a point and Bo Melton as well. Now with six receptions, 105 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he had nine targets. He led the team in targets. Bo Melton. How about that? How about it? Jay, and he was a guy who stood out to me in the preseason. We talked about him, him on this very show, actually, about how he has the chance to make a difference. We talked about Kraft as well. Um, after Tyler Davis went down in the torn ACL, with the torn ACL in the preseason, but um, definitely right. Luke Musgrave going down. As we want Musgrave back. He's phenomenal talent. I want him back. Uh, Help the tight end core as well, too. Uh, Dobbs, three for 28. But then, yeah, Jones had one for 10. Look, this offense was very well balanced, and this is what the Green Bay Packers need uh, in terms of target share. Nine, eight, six, six. That's kind of a – that's a good recipe for success with Green Bay, and it has been. And excited that that has continued. And, again, this Green Bay team, um, defense, best one of the best games of the season, again, I know the quarterback situation. I'm trying to give right. We Joe Barry's defense played very well. Sean Nixon led the team of tackles in this one. Also had a half a sack. Um, had a nice game. Devontae Wyatt had a half a sack. Preston Smith had a sack. Total four sacks here for this Green Bay defense. That was a pleasant surprise to see. Corey Ballantyne also had an interception early. Good momentum swing for Green Bay. Look, Anders Carlson. Um, Two for two on those field goals, which was good to see. But three for four on the extra point. I, you know, I was talking about it during the game last night. I was like, pencil uh, Andres Carlson miss. Uh, it's unfortunate. He leads the league in missed extra points, I believe. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know about the kicking situation. It's, it, it's tough. I mean, we're seeing NFL teams just swing kickers left and right this year. Uh, the Rams are the most most um, known for this, as they they had Brett Maurer, then they cut him, or and then they brought in Lucas Haversack. And then he gets cut, and then they bring Maurer back. They also had Crosby in during a time this year, and then Crosby missed a kick against them when he was on the Giants. Just, just weird, weird stuff. Um, I just find the kicking, kicking carousel like this year specifically has been the most we've seen. Right, we've seen uh, Will Lutz. We've saw multiple kickers get traded before before the year even started. We saw a lot of kickers get cut. And I know kickers get cut. We know that. That's part of the game, but. It's like it's the leash has gotten shorter over the years, and that's been just a crazy um, thing that's developed. But otherwise, yeah, this Green Bay team, um, I think the big plays were, were the story too, um, especially with Jaden Reed. I mean, he talked about it. He was 6 of 89 with two touchdowns, and then he got hurt. That was all like in the first half. But like the way it, players like Jaden Reed are able to make you know, make things happen after the catch, but then also with some of those throws, he's put some really nice throws together as the year has gone on. I know some, I know a deep ball looks a little wobbly still, and there's definitely still some in there, but you know, just think about some of those games. Think about Atlanta, that Atlanta game to start the year. I know it was right after the bears one there. Think about that. Think about the Raiders game to start the year, right? Those are two games of note that were, pretty disappointing think about how far jordan love has came to at this point now with a three touchdown game in minnesota in a tough crowd um basically knocks the vikings out of the playoffs i know they still they, they're 
It's very unlikely. Very unlikely they make the playoffs now after this win for Green Bay. Um, and again, Jordan Love, three touchdown passes on this one, puts up now 30 on the season. He's number three, I believe, in the NFL. He's like Dak Prescott. Okay, and then who, who was it? Tua, Tagovailoa, and then you see Jordan Love in there. It's like, come on, this is this is great to see. And love to see it for Green Bay and just the way, again, he's developed. Now the Packers go to 8-8. Eight eight. Oh, deja vu, right? Go back to a year ago, 8-8. Eight eight. Um, go, need one win to get in the playoffs. They're at home against a division rival. Guess what? We have that same scenario here. Instead of the Lions, the up-and-coming Lions, it's the up-and-coming Bears, who they put together one of their best games of the year. Atlanta. I am intrigued to see what this line's going to open at. How about I read you some ESPN stuff on what they predict this game to be like? Because, again, the game got announced. It's now 325 on Sunday on CBS is where you can find this one. Let me see the opening line. The opening line is Green Bay minus three. And keep in mind, Green Bay is the home team. So, um, yeah, that's not good. Uh, so ESPN gives them a 57% chance to win. We like to see that. But, like, Green Bay, like – Bears can make this a game. Justin Fields is playing for his job and has played very well at that. Tickets are expensive in this one, so you might want to watch from your seat at home. That's what I will be doing. And again, that game is 325 on Sunday. So I'm excited for this one. Bears right now, Darnell Mooney and Jalen Johnson are both questionable. Johnson would be a huge, huge loss for this green or for that Chicago defense. Intrigued to see kind of what happens there, but um Look, I'm excited. I'm excited for this game against the Bears. Um, it's going to be a good one. And best of luck to Bears fans out there as well. So let's go over to the Bucks here. Um, again, before that starts up, that game here tonight at 7. Whatever you're listening, I know. Um, but Indiana, they play the Pacers back-to-back this week. Um, so it goes Monday, Wednesday. And right, It's in Indiana on Wednesday. Indianapolis, right? A Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central. They're on TNT Thursday. You get to see Victor Wembanyama. Hopefully, he was out last time when the Bucks played them in Milwaukee. Hopefully, you see him at San Antonio. That again, that game TNT is where you can find that. Then we have Saturday at Houston. So, look, I, I have the Bucks going three and one. I know I want the Bucks to win it Wednesday in Indiana, Indiana, but I'm unsure. So, I do have the loss there for them Wednesday. How about this past week, though? You you lose Christmas Day. We talked about that game already. And then Brooklyn decides to do uh let's rest the whole team against the Bucks, which that was just a gift. Oh, you know, talk about a Christmas present. That was a gift right there. Um, as that Brooklyn team fought, and then Mikel Bridges got benched for the second half, and then they blew away. You know, it was cool to see. I mean, they, they were gonna blow away regardless, I felt. Um, but just helped speed up the process when they benched bridges and a few other stars who didn't even get in there. So again, the bucks put up 144 points, you know, just kind of simple there. It, though this offense has been, again, if the season ended in um, NBA history, like for a season for a team, that's what we saw. Um, we're currently seeing the Pacers are like number two right now. So like, that's why tonight's over under is like 261, 267, something insane. They expect a big game in Milwaukee tonight. I'm excited to watch. So again, Giannis in this, this game was against Brooklyn was 10 for 12, 12 of 17 from 
It was a great game for him. Campaign. How about he was five for eight from three, plus 24, plus minus. Look, this was one of Payne's most meaningful games I felt as a Milwaukee Bucks so far. I just thought the impact he made. He, he kind of had the A.J. Green role, you know, come in in a game that's kind of like, not that I was out of hand, but like a game of Bucks are pretty favored to win and light it up. Just shoot threes, put points on the board. But he did more than that, too. I, I thought the big thing was six assists, two, um, and two steals. Uh, definitely, again, Payne's best game of the season, I'd say. Um, without no denying that. I just want to get Andre Jackson more in there. Um, only two minutes there in this in that win, and he's just kind of taking up more of a approach where just learning more it seems, and um, as he was earlier in the year. Uh, this Cavalier Bucks game was was something. It was a back to back, you know, or not back to back, but it. Well, I mean, it was back and forth. Um, Cleveland really went up early and dominated. They could not stop Jared Allen. He had a career high, um, again, he had 30 points, which was remarkable to see. 30 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, and it was like, come on, Bucks, really? And um, then the third quarter came around. They outscored him 40-21, to 21, and they really took control after that. That was that third quarter was the difference. And credit the offense again, just how lethal this offense is. And Bucks can quietly just like – the defense isn't there for Bucks, but like when they get a little bit of momentum, the offenses can just like light it up. And we saw 41% um, from three with 12 made threes. And we saw that third quarter just feature a barrage of, of a lot of threes. And it featured just overall a lot of offense to say the least. And big part of that was Damian Lillard, right? Nine for 16 from the field, 11 for 11 from the line. Right? He's been just automatic there this year which has been a huge asset for Milwaukee. And then also Chris Middleton having had a great week, 13 points, 11 assists, three steals. Look, Middleton's just a ball player. He makes the right play at the right time. And he's a guy you need on this team, especially uh, we talk about the turnovers that we see with Giannis and Lillard at times. And Middleton makes the right play. Um, does a great job here for this Milwaukee offense. Then, right, I talked about the games this week. I'm excited for them, um, especially the one tonight. But then, yeah, next week, the schedule gets harder. I talked about this annoying stretch a couple weeks ago, but we're almost to it. It's January 8th through the 17th, and it features Utah, Boston, Golden State, Sacramento, and then Cleveland, all potential playoff teams. Utah probably will make it, but my point is, like, teams that are going to put up a fight. Um, and especially that Boston Golden State stretch, that's Thursday and Saturday. Those tickets are a joke right now. I saw like $80 get in standing room only right now, even, and it's going to only go up, I feel. But they do have a weird stretch in the season where they play Cleveland. It's um, it's coming up here. So it's Wednesday, so from Wednesday, January 17th to Friday, January 26th, they play them three times. This schedule is like – I talked about the NBA schedule when it came out. Um, now months ago, but I talked about like the schedule having just, you know, I get the stretches in the year and it was like, it felt like it was almost lazily made at some spots like this, this stretch Cleveland, Detroit, Detroit, Cleveland, Cleveland. And they play. The weird thing is they play Detroit back to back on the road and they play Cleveland back to back at home. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of, kind of just weird how it's set up. And then also, um, yeah, they played Cleveland, 
three times in a span of like nine days. And it's like, why? You know, is this, is this baseball? We got three game series now. Um, or it's weird two game series thrown in there. It's like how baseball on opening day is like a Thursday and then they have an off day on a Friday. And like, why would you have an off day on the first Friday of the whatever? Things like that. I just don't get with these schedules, but. Look, we'll talk about the playoffs for the Packers. I don't really need to talk about the Bucks standings. They're number two in the East right now. Like, like yeah, they're, they're two games back of Boston with a lot to go. Um, so we know that. Just got to keep winning games. Simple as that. That's my analysis on it. Because, like, what else are you going to say? Yeah, they got to win. They got to they gotta win more than the Boston doesn't. Um, they got to beat Boston in those head-to-head games. Right? Things like that is what we need. But then the NFL, it's... You know, I love I love scenarios like this. Okay, when you when you're in, that's Green Bay's job. That is what happened. Uh, Seattle just dropped an egg against um. They they lost to Pittsburgh with Mason Rudolph starting. That was a gift. Um, and now Seattle's behind them. And then thankfully that that New Orleans game was huge because New Orleans pulled off a big win against Tampa. I was shocked they won that. They dominated that game. New Orleans is eight and eight now, and oh, Green Bay's got the head to head, no problem. Don't have to play them again. And now, yeah, what happened was it's it's a lock that Green Bay is going to clinch the strength of schedule over Seattle. So that's why it's when you're in, because um, if Seattle wins too, you have the strength of schedule because there's no head to head. It's not division, um, or it's sorry, it's strength of victory. My bad, my bad, because they've had the does strength i i thought it was strength of schedule i'm it goes strength of schedule and strength of victory and the packers have the tiebreakers is my point to make sure that if they win they're in regardless of what seattle does they control their own destiny at this point again bears are officially eliminated but then how minnesota can get in they need um they, they need a lot to go their way is how it is it's a mess because um, they are seven and nine and then new Orleans. Well, of course they have to win next week, but then new Orleans, eight and eight, Seattle, eight and eight, green Bay, eight and eight. So there's four teams alive for, for one spot left. And green Bay has the best shot to get that spot, which is remarkable to look at, which right now is a date with either the Eagles or Cowboys based on how this week goes. And you don't honestly, you, if you're green Bay and you play Philly, probably not ideal, but based on how Philly's played, you wouldn't hate it. Right, I mean, they just dropped an egg to Arizona. Yeah, that was another one that was like really, um, but those those are games you're looking at, and you know, it's just crazy to think you might get playoff football in 2024 for a Green Bay Packers. Like that's cool to think about, but also shocking maybe um, coming in. If out of both these teams, this year's and last year's, this year's team makes the playoffs, it's gonna make me laugh a little bit. Like this team's. This team's okay. Um, we know that they have the offensive firepower. They have young, right? When I say from the young players, right? Jaden Reed just stands out. Watson when he's healthy, guys like that. But this team, you know, this team's playing with like they have nothing to lose, and that's that's really good to see. Like, and they they don't, you know, they really don't. Like, okay, if they lose round one in the playoffs, are we going to be like, oh, this team, this team could have went so much farther? You know, we're not. We're not. We're gonna be proud of what was accomplished for this Packers squad. And we're going to move on. So um, that, that's what we're looking at here. And that's going to wrap us up here in this episode here. Again, episode 147. Again, Wednesday, you're going to find myself, 
Jared Velosky and Bernie Vandenhovel on the show. Have a great week, everybody, and have a great start to your 2024 at Drew Sports Crew. On all social media platforms, you know the drill. Yeah, that's gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg, here on this Monday night. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.